Chapter 17 The Queen's Code There is a saying in the Tibetan scriptures, Knowledge must be burned, hammered, and beaten like pure gold. Then one can wear it as an ornament. So when you receive spiritual instruction from the hands of another, you do not take it uncritically, but you burn it, hammer it, you beat it, until the bright, dignified color of gold appears. Then you craft it into an ornament, whatever design you like, and you put it on. The Holy Queen paused. This is called alchemy. There was no time or space to describe this inner place, but rather I had transcended my identity and was gone without a trace. A moment with her was forever divine, and once we found union in this moment, it felt as if our souls intertwined through the ancient lineage of her great vine. O queen of all souls and matriarch of this great understanding, what is it that I am called to do? Follow your bliss, she said. My bliss? What do you mean by this? Sat Chit Ananda, she paused. Follow our truth, the absolute essence of existence. This is a path of persistence. Following your bliss is not self-indulgent, but rather it is complete and vital. Your whole being knows that this is the way to be alive in this world. There is a track waiting for each of us, and once on it, doors will open that were not opened before. This path will not open for anyone but you, and like an iron bird, you will rise and soar, she said. But if you know of my path, then can you lead me along and show me the way? May I be your humble servant by your side forever. This is what I pray. This is the gateless gate, and it leads back to the world in between what is below and above. But because the brass door is locked in the material world, I need you to carry these swords back into the earth and open it with the Father's unconditional love. Use the morning star planted in your head and bridge a connection to the Ankh within your heart. This is the first step to get back to the world before the rest of the journey starts. Enter through this gateless gate and promise you will protect the light that's still alive. This will create a link to unite heaven and earth where I will reveal the truth among the people's lies. You'll know when the link has been made as a great shift will ensue. And from there, all that I ask is that you observe my truth. Know that I will never abandon you, so do not be sad when the body has to die. The soul will continue home to me, and once you come back, you'll be within the bliss of my loving eyes, said Isis. And I could see the path illuminated beyond her eyes. I felt the morning star in my head connected with her understanding. The journey you're taking is the same way a seed grows up through the earth. This path goes up the tree of life, and everyone who's already living in a body is caught in the cycle of life, death, and rebirth. Know that all wisdom comes from the source of Kether, then it is spread down through Chakma. Then I am the last to touch our spirit in the supernatural realm where the process is translated to the people through religious dogma. These teachings must be protected, but there's no use to fight against one another in the name of control anger, or wrath. We fight in the name of love and peace, for this is the enlightened way that I call the left-hand path, she said. I sat beside her feet and stared up at her throne positioned between two giant pillars. One was stamped with a J, while the other had a B. 
There were seven scrolls behind her throne, with seven ancient seals keeping them closed. Then she took hold of the third scroll and opened the brass seal to read what few had ever known. This teaching is a path along the tree of life, and it produces the spiritual fruit that begins as a growing seed. This instruction is a map that contains the prerequisites that our great work needs. This is my personal teaching. It is the magical code which allows me to navigate the tree of life. This instruction is a guideline dedicated to the advancement of humanity by the perfection of the individual's body, mind, and spirit. Do not interpret this code as purely wrong or right. To begin, in order for anyone to ripen, his or her effort must be focused on the completion of the following degrees. This instruction is like a ladder. And in order to reach the initial degrees, one must first practice weekly. As her eyes focused on the code within the third scroll, I did my best to concentrate on this deep esoteric knowledge. Now I became a student of the Holy Spirit, and this was the mystic's hidden college. First, the individual begins at zero degrees equals zero degrees as a probationer. The probationer's principal business is to begin such practices leading to the awareness of their great work as he or she may prefer. This first stage could last up to three years and it requires at least one entire year being devoted to studying the inner personality. My preference is that one of these years includes a trip abroad. We travel not to escape life, but rather so that life does not escape us. Head into your ancestors' homeland. Go journey where the soul feels called. And through the adventure, your spirit will experience the big world where you realize you are ever so small. These first three years allow and welcome the use of all intoxicants, all substances, and all consensual sexual behavior. Since this stage has no stern rules as how an individual must behave, the only requirement comes when a student is exhausted from their habitual patterns and seeks to know the true innermost self. This pathway up the tree of life is known as the path from darkness to light. If and when the student is sincere and ready to discover his or her truest self, then the student should keep a careful record over at least a single year without showing anyone. This record can be written, recorded, either video or audio reflections, which are stored on a private account or journal. In the modern world, an alternate private social account would be recommended with zero followers watching them. Here, the individual must only follow the accounts and people that inspire him or her most. These sources are nourishment or substance that their mind consumes over the next one to three years. And let no one follow this hidden record of your journey for at least one year. Since a probationer becomes determined to fulfill their great work, they will disconnect from all social applications, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, etc., and will withdraw from public online media for an entire year. Only a private Instagram is recommended as a hidden record, but one should disconnect from personal and public accounts for this entire year. The goal is to listen, not to speak, to observe and serve, to grow and plant seeds for one's future by aligning with the present rather than being influenced by the chaotic material world. Words such as I, me, and mine 
can be expelled from the probationary's vocabulary and mindstream in an effort to disconnect with the materialistic ego. The purpose of these first years is dedicated to the personal observation without the influence of the mass media. This position is the role of an observer or witness while gathering details along one's personal journey as it relates to his or her life's great work. Not judging or criticizing, use whatever substances, alcohol, and desires needed as a means to discover the deepest and most personal expression of the individual personality. When all outer influences have been stripped away, when the world is not telling you who you are, who is it that is then revealed? In the ancient East, it is said that any person wears three masks. The first mask is who we show the world. The second mask is who you show your closest family and friends. And the third mask, you never show anyone. This third mask is the truest reflection of who you are. This year in seclusion, contemplation, and reflection is the foundation of your great work to discover who you are within this body, behind this mind, and there a spirit waits to show you who you truly are. After at least an entire year of successful private development and observation, the probationer reaches first degree equals tenth degree, known as neophyte. The neophyte will acquire awareness of the astral plane by means of offerings, prayers, and meditations seeking union with the divine. They will expand deeper into the study of yoga, mindfulness, chakras, gems, and crystals. They will also begin to study various religious frameworks and find a connection to God by building their own personal altar to which he or she can bridge a personal link to the divine. This may include building a sacred room in your home or creating a shrine in an outdoor spiritual setting so that the neophyte aligns their body, mind, and spirit with the morals of nature and mankind. A true neophyte will believe in rebirth. Next, the neophyte reaches second degree equals ninth degree and is known as the zelator. The zelator's main work is to deepen their practice through yogic asana, pranayama, and meditation. The zelator can choose from one, a few, or all the yogic paths to aid in their growth. The seven common yogic paths to find union with the divine are hatha, or balance, karma, or selfless, raja, or meditation and prayer, jnana, or intellect, japa, or vibration of sound or music, bhakti, or devotion, and tantra, or energetic. The individual should read, study, and realize how energy is transferred through thought into action, which manifests into the physical reality before the student can advance upward. Next, the individual reaches third degree equals eighth degree, known as practitious, and is expected to complete intellectual training by studying the Kabbalah, Bible, Quran, Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Vedas, Torah, and any or all religious text that the practitious finds along the path. Many other books, be it religious or not, may be required for the spiritual growth needed to create a link with the divine. Use all daily lessons learned to practice spiritual and moral behavior in everyday life with respect to the yamas and niyamas, which are the moral observances, both inward and outward, found in the Yoga Sutras of Pantajali. Next, the practitious reaches fourth degree equals seventh degree, 
and becomes the philosophist. This requires school and more schooling, of course. Grow and learn, as the initiate is expected to complete moral training in day-to-day -day life. Here the individual will be tested through honesty and integrity, even when no one is watching. Expressing compassion to all is a must, as every choice and thought creates karma, which shows up in our relationships, life, and even our skin. Nonviolence is the way in which harmony exists, and only after enough practice will the truest and most honest intentions emerge. Here you will find that the intuition is never wrong, and if you listen to your heart long enough, you will become a divine link, or a dominus luminous, to the higher realms. This link is the illumination of your inner fire, and like a flame, the soul is sparked from darkness to light. This is when you become lit. You are expected to show mastery of fasting and pratyahara, or withdrawal from the senses. This link is like a seed, and we must learn to control the mind long enough to see that within this seed is the way to establish a connection to the divine throughout our individual form. This link is critical to discovering the great work, and many practitioners choose a professional duty after these studies, and often devote their lives to it. This, in turn, becomes the path, or karma, of their great work. As others will change jobs, careers, and duties many times, all duties should be performed to the best of our ability. If a passion emerges during your studies, and you feel drawn to something artistic or noble, or if an idea of ingenuity arises, then you ought to examine the framework within these tiers, but ultimately, you must decide the best path for your great work. For others, the duty may not be known, and if a calling lies deeper, then you may feel called to something that cannot be named yet. If there is something pulling at your heart each and every night, then you can become initiated before your creative potential can be illuminated. Continue to water the inner seed of the self for now, as your light will begin to grow and spread when it is ready. If you seek to complete your great work, follow the framework in the next two tiers to expose your greatest talents. These next two degrees come from the Hermetic Order, and so one of these two paths should be followed in order to reach the higher rungs. Once completed all lower degrees, you must practice daily to advance up the ladder of initiation into the inner light. First, there are two paths, a fork in the road, and so one must either follow the outward or inward path. Both are equal and opposite, and both have the same intention, to find the divine nature of God internal to one's great self, or to realize the divine nature of God externally to one's great self. To become an Adeptus Minor without, they will reach 5th degree equals 6th degree, known as Lesser Adept without, or one who is not bound by things on the outside. He and she is not bound by things in the external world, for the pleasure that comes from this world bears in them sorrows to come. Pleasure and pain comes and goes. The emptiness within them is where the wise find joy. They find inner gladness, or the inner wind horse. Their joy is in the good of all, because the peace of God is within them, whose mind and soul are in harmony, free from desire and wrath, who know their soul is in all things. The sage in silence closes the doors of his or her soul and rests the gaze of his or her eyes at the inner eyebrows, focused on the breath through deep meditation. When desire, fear, and wrath are tamed, 
Keep silence and stillness upon your soul along the path to freedom. This person is expected to aim at their great work or the work of one's life, whether that be a mother or father, in business or art, as the singular focus should be directed at the heart of their specific craft. What is it that you will build with this body and these hands? What is the skill or trade that you can cultivate to assist creation and life? Pursue this aim while studying astrology, laws of nature, seasons, and be able to read astrological birth charts before attaining the knowledge and conversation of a holy guardian angel. The parallel path of the fifth degree equals sixth degree is that of adeptus minor within. The lesser adept within is poised to answer the question, what lies within? Here they are admitted to the inner practice of discovery of self and no self. This is done through daily meditation, contemplation, and inner creation. Here you will build and kindle the fire of the inner soul to purify and wait for grace. When we look inward, we see that we are not the body, but rather our soul is having a human experience. And so we are devoted to the development of our soul. The foundation of this inner temple is the spirit and must be cleansed and healed before we draw from it. Guidance and assistance may arrive from the spiritual leaders or gurus. And you should also consult the intuition to assist through the formula of pictorial representation of the forces of nature as conceived by the ancients according to the conventional symbolism known as tarot, runes, or oracle cards. The study of numerology, mythology, and gods and goddesses begin here. Focus on the great work of your life, as you will come forward as the Adeptus Minor within or without. And after this, you are entering into the College of the High Ghost. Upon reaching this level, the student becomes Adeptus Major, or a greater adept, at sixth degree equals fifth degree. Here they attain general mastery of practical incantation without comprehension. Magic, fate, numbers, and signs appear more often from the seed of the higher link of consciousness that was planted long ago. The truest light of the self is emerging in the form of thoughts, actions, and virtue. Dive deep into your study of transmutation, meditation, yoga, and alchemy. Next, the Adeptus Exemptus rises to 7th degree equals 4th degree. This freed adept requires completion of all these matters listed before as he and she become brothers and sisters of the left-hand path. And now they may study palms of their peers to reveal the truth. This is the beginning of our preparation for the process of stripping away the ego of all attainments. If the link to the divine is connected firm in the lower degrees, then why wait on the shore? Your body is your vessel, and this is your life. So if it is time to depart, only if you are committed to the self that is within you, then go. Only you can know your path, and every path is unique to each form. This is your calling to discover your great work, and how will you contribute to the all? Built by stardust, cultivated by gravity, grown over eons to find a home in a body of mankind carrying the light of Christ at your core, settle into the power of this moment. Trust in all that is above and all that is below. Be brave and take risks, for this entire life is but a dream, and go towards it, whatever it may be. The left-hand path is the path of individuation in relationship to the divine. 
and so there is no higher calling than the path ahead. In order to purify the karma of our past, you must be prepared to enter into the sacred fire and provide your own self as the offering. This is known as the dark night of the soul, who, having transcended reason, does nothing but grow in the womb of our mother. Trust in the universe and have faith in what she is willing to show. Tell them to keep the heart tuned, be honest and brave, and they will soon find themselves as a master of the temple. Now in order to reach the highest grades, one must attain devotion to the higher path by discovering your truest calling, which is the great work. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Love is the law. Love under will. The grade of eighth degree equals third degree is known as the Magister Temple, or Master of the Temple. And the principal business of this grade is to obtain a perfect understanding of the universe as held within a single human body, as above, so below. Through yogic asana, meditation, and tantric principles, we practice until the body reflects the mind to our utmost potential. The body and mind becomes the sole servant, and so the individual undergoes spiritual construction, or alignment, of the inner temple, which is the soul. Treating each thought as if it were a brick, we remain on the spot to connect the body, mind, and spirit to come into harmony by building the foundation of our inner temple in each moment with each thought. Mantra repetition, or mind control, becomes a tool to focus the thought patterns onto sacred sounds, vibrations, and prayers. Here he or she becomes present in the moment and lives on the spot as they are approaching the deepest union with the divine. Here each moment is a well of endless potential. This leads us to the essential attainment which becomes the perfect annihilation of that entitled personality or ego which limits and oppresses his or her true self. The master of the temple is preeminently the master of mysticism, that is, her and his understanding grows to freedom from the internal contradiction or external obscurity. His or her great work is to comprehend the existing universe in accordance with his or her own mind. No TV, no news, no social media, no gossip, and no needless communication. The truest guru resides within. Proper diet, hydration, lifestyle, and plant medicine are essential. It takes 21 days to break a habit, but it will need 90 days before your old habitual patterns turn into a new lifestyle. This grade corresponds to me, Bina, on the Tree of Life, and to the secret chiefs in the old Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. This experience is linked with what is called Shiva Darshan, or resting and relaxing in one's own soul, along with the four formless states of Buddhism. A sound body is a reflection of a sound mind. Finding the peak of our physical potential prepares the body for the journey ahead. Once the human body's peak is realized, the body acts as a generator for the higher consciousness that exists within the mental and spiritual realms. We can ease into this energy under the proper conditions. First, we must be strong, and a strong body is a balanced body. You'll need to create a sadhana, or daily spiritual practice, which includes yoga, meditation, asana, pranayama, and study. If the mind is trained correctly, not only will the body find its peak, but you'll also be ready to examine the ego. The most important aspect is to make sure the link you created in the lower degrees is secure through all your training, study, practice, and perseverance. 
everything needs to be done with total honesty because the great spirit of our soul will test you until failure. Next we become the Magnus at the level of ninth degree equals second degree. The Magnus is not male or female, it is, and it seeks to attain wisdom, declare law, and is a master of all magic in its greatest and highest sense. Their will is free from internal diversion or external opposition. Transcendence of the three gunas can occur, and their work creates their new universe in accordance with their will. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This grade corresponds to Chakma on the Tree of Life. Here the Magnus is the vision and skill set to create talisman or ritual objects with magical power to assist in completion of the great work. True initiation comes from a state of correct mind, and this transmission can only come from an existing lineage which occurs through direct contact of a teacher or guru's personal link. A true Magnus may initiate others who are called and ready to advance on their own path. The goal could be for their web to spread and create many links back to the divine. The Magnus is dependable to the spirit and a committed aspect of divinity. Here their individual link becomes permanently bonded. Various unique aspects of the individual's character may be transcended on to the next lifetime or beyond if this person is not liberated by the end of this life. Creating the proper sadhana or spiritual practice is key which includes daily tracking of time spent in meditation, study, yoga, as well as consumption of meat, alcohol, medicine, and intoxicants. As your spiritual practices grow and increase, the use of intoxicants will decrease over time. Intoxicants such as psilocybin, LSD, ayahuasca, DMT, and cannabis can get you into a space with God, but you cannot stay with God as these experiences only last a few hours. After the substance leaves your body and the trip or vision quest is finished, you will depart back into the samsaric or dualistic world. The Magnus knows that in order to find the purest union with God, there will become a point where life itself becomes more intoxicating than any substance can be. Repetition of the names of God through chanting, singing, and mantra leads to God intoxication. The last degree is that of the Epissimus, at 10th degree equals 1 degree. Beyond the comprehension of the lower degrees, the motto of the Epissimus states, not I, but us. Devoted to all and freed from limitation, they find no necessity or attachments as they surrender to supreme faith of source made whole. The complete union of the Divine Mother and Father come together in the form of a single human body, transcending the illusion of the material world they live in balance with the universe through devotion to preservation of creative energy, or alternatively, divinely guided chaos of form, leading to recreation. There is no higher realization or attainment. This unity corresponds to Kether on the Tree of Life. Epissimus is quite hard to translate from Latin to English, as it is the superlative of self, translating appropriately to his or her most selfness, or self-est, Within us, this highest self resides, and the Epissimus establishes a realization of this truth and embodies it through human form. In order to reach this stage, the individual can attain the condition of this grade by focusing into a meditative trance referred to as Samadhi. Transcendence is a quest for balance with both a motive for discipline, persistence, and the means of achieving the end goal. 
or supreme devotion to divinity in all forms of life, nature, and existence. Through this journey, after one becomes a master of our temple, and once we fulfill our duties as Magnus, we find divine union. Here the expression of God, the Father of the universe, uses our link to connect with the Divine Mother of the Universe, or Ma, who cultivates all life energy, known as Shakti, into the heart of all living beings. Now we are ready to make the final realization. Whereas the Magnus seeks the further progression of the Buddhist characteristics, wherein sorrow is joy, and change is stability, and selflessness is self, the Epistemus reaches completion to realize the journey without a goal, as the path is the way. This is when a wave comprehends that it is the entire ocean. The Epistemus creates a cloud of Dharma, which extends to all through devotion and leads our essence back to itself through many forms, where union with our higher self can be cultivated and spread to others for generations to come. By reuniting our awareness with the Heavenly Father and Holy Mother, we realize God's presence everywhere in each moment. We are freed from the past and future to discover and appreciate that the moment is now. Enlightened beings keep achievements a final great secret, since the mind is focused away from the ego, or I, as the belief is in ourselves to be all, rather than separate from each other. Not I, but us. And so the Epistemus maintains an honest outlook in all thoughts, actions, and words to embody the self. If the link created in the lower levels is not strong, and a distraction causes disturbance, the connection to the divine could jeopardize the divine union formed with the higher self. If this connection to divinity is lost or interrupted, then the realization of chaos may abruptly ensue. Every choice is a lesson, and even all chaos redirects us to recreation, where in time we reestablish a new connection with the divine. And so liberation is possible when life is lived true. No matter what, the Epistemus continues with the great work through the practice of all existing degrees, while devoting energy to uniting our nature in harmony throughout all existence. This final great is not you, nor is it me, but rather it is us as one, sub-ek, or all one. When our world awakens together, once humans find harmony with everything above, and everything below, will the Epistemus emerge in the hearts of all beings. Now there are a few exceptions to the left-hand path, and these paths are explained in the unique categories below. For those who are called to other rare duties, exceptional responsibility, or uncommon lives, there are exceptions. These are the exceptions to the left-hand path. There is a hidden grade of 28th degree equals the 28th degree, is known as Divinum Enum or divine beings. Here we find virgin mothers, benevolent fathers, light workers, tarot readers, astrologers, healers, yogis, Reiki practitioners, alternative medicine professionals, mediums, shamans, witches, channels, volunteers, bohemians, travelers, wanderers, nomads, alien, god intoxicated, and god born are kept in this category. Unique paths require unique choices, and so it is up to you how you'll foster the divine light received at birth or found later in life. If there is a connection to the divine, then do as thou wilt will be the whole of the law. Love is the law, love under will. Create a personal framework and find your rhythm to determine 
how this uniqueness can better serve us as a whole. By sharing our gifts, we get what we give, and giving makes our gifts flourish. This path is a pursuit that may evolve through many lifetimes toward the deepest discoveries of your blessings. Past life regression may be worthwhile. Consult your local medium. And finally, at the rare aspect at the 33rd degree equals 33rd degree. And so this type of soul is called my trickster or artifact. Have you ever wondered about your path and why you may feel overwhelmed with exhaustion after meeting obstruction upon obstruction in your passage? Each setback is a test of character and it is time to realize the true nature of certain circumstances. Be grateful for what you have learned, but see things for what they are rather than what you wish them to be. You shall be able to recognize, process, and prosper from the truth and do not need to fear the revelations that are unfolding. My tricksters and artifacts may or may not be possessed. If the energy of a lost spirit has taken hold of you, then this is something you can try to be and soon you will fail. Or you can try to fight it and soon it will fight you. Or you can let it be and it will be you. Either way, watch and see what it does. Become a personal observer as you stand by ever aware of the rambling mind, a black sheep in its nature. This oxymoron can appear as a strange fool, and here lessons are examined throughout duality to find harmony in chaos. Crazy wisdom or divine madness is the teacher behind the trickster, and so if you must play from both sides, then live by as above, so below. No need for hope, throw out all your fears. This embodies the sadness hidden within the fearless nature of a hero. You can play life how you'd like, but remember how every choice changes the way and only the divine play is here to stay. Tricksters and artifacts own nothing, not living nor dead, yet alive and dying together. Every night they pass on, and every morning they arise anew. This is not something to try, rather it is to be as it is. Rarely does a master of the temple stray from the path of a Magnus, but once in a blue moon, along the road to fearlessness, they may transform into a trickster unintentionally. Many cultures find this character dancing at funerals, a clown during ceremonies, or illuminating a play for all it's worth. At the highest form, they may be considered that of a Heoki, or sacred clown, mad brahmacharya, or a monk with a tantric obsession. They are sparked by Krishna consciousness or complete awareness of divinity in the present moment when everything becomes magic, surreal, and divine. Maybe only a madman can expose an illusion. Unlike a traditional monk, this trickster is aligned to play, to act, and to recreate more stories, more truthful illusions by revealing higher truth in the process of existing. Not painful or painless, the trickster exposes the masks we wear so that the nature of our true self is seen in all its grandness. Take the journey along any six moons and you can discover that tricksters are more than outcasts and misfits. They are our ancestors passing through new bodies to laugh at who we've become. There's nothing to hold on to here. Just let go and flow. There is nowhere to stand. The result of all the tricksters' actions achieves that which is nothing. Never do they gain or lose. The playful nature or action was just something to do while the time passes before the body dies and we are reunited with all energy. Then we bow and the trickster reveals that he or she was a silly character teaching us how chaos and pain prepares us for deep contemplation. 
these individuals tend to be loners or even viewed as alien to their own kind. Their art tends to shine like Van Gogh's Starry Night, as their life is often stuck in a dark night that never seems to fade. And yet they still depart into the darkness to make it their home. By a trickster's presence alone, their path reveals a secret of illumination hidden to the rest of the world. Here we realize that the entire world is the life of an artifact, or the trickster hiding within the unconscious self. Keith Ledger, Robin Williams, and Banksy could be viewed as modern-day tricksters. Never interested in fear, they laugh away all hopelessness. But the trickster knows that the soul never dies. It carries on and changes bodies each time around. The motto of the trickster is, a life to come, a life to be. And a trickster is not afraid, nor is it hopeful. It has died too many times to know the difference, and so it is always present, here and now. Every lifetime the trickster accepts a unique role, unlike any other form before it. But as they grow into their new skin, they soon realize they are out of place. And so the trickster becomes determined to reveal itself hiding behind the masks we wear. They'll go as far as needed to discover all the tricks and tips a human might possess. They'll do anything to wake up humanity to the truth of divinity hidden along the stars and earth. The trickster is here to remind us that we are all simple fools in a funny play, said Isis. Great queen, I pondered and waited. What does all this mean? That we are one of a kind, and we are all one aspect of the divine. There has never been another form exactly like you, and there will never be another being who goes through exactly what you go through. Time and time again, life after life, we continue to give up all that we are to withhold the essence of all that is true. The truth is that there is a divine link between heaven and earth, but as it stands now, the spiritual source has been cut off from the earthly land, and the only way this link can be restored is if a willing spiritual warrior takes up my sword, and the only expectation is that this being must be a living human being. Will you be my morning star? Will you take up this path so that the divine light may thrive? There is light left on the surface, and so the link between heaven and earth must be restored if humanity is to survive. Endure this path and unite with all the light that is left. And so you must take up my divine sword to reopen our brass door. Do this by connecting the sun in your head with the ankh in your heart. And as your divine mother, I will protect you. And this is the moment where the new journey starts. She said, but this link, why would humankind ever disconnect from the source? All is love, and our love is so deep that I would never control how life goes. Through free will upon choice, every single living form has the opportunity to find the light deep within our soul. There was a time when all was balanced, when the Garden of Eden flourished along Earth's great vine. But after the human ego sought control, that ego destroyed the Divine Mother's great shrines. Corrupt governments and dictators have shut me out. The patriarchy has been overtaken by ego to burn the highest teachings while murdering all those who were awake and sane. The great work of life is to join heaven and earth within our spirit, and this gift is every human's highest aim," said Isis. <laughs>